Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the What We Said podcast, guys. Happy Tuesday. I am JC. I'm Chelsea. <laughs> she's a little sniffle right then. She's a little stuffed up today, everyone. I am a little stuffed up. I got the, not the Rona, I got the cold. Yeah. That's oh, just good a regular know. cold. The worst. Mm-hmm. I hate being stuffed up, nose, the throat. Well, we're going to be talking today about how to kind of boost your mood and feel a little bit happier and thrive during the colder winter months. Because I know for a lot of people, including myself, like it's easy to kind of get the winter blues. We're going to talk a little bit about seasonal depression as well. But this is a common time of year where I feel like people just start to feel a little bit more heavy, sad, just not as... A little slower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that makes people sad. So we're going to talk all about that, give you lots of tips and I'm, I'm excited to implement these tips as well into my life because I was kind of just looking some stuff up. I asked you guys on Instagram and even just reading through the responses was making me feel happier. So I hope you guys love this episode. Yeah, this was the first time in a, in a while, I'm not going to lie, that I did a little bit of research before one of our <laughs> podcast episodes where if you've listened to Nature versus Nurture. Please not Nature versus <laughs> Somebody. Wait. I need to say this. We shouldn't say that because people will go back and listen. I haven't oh, listened. Oh, I'm sure that's going to be like one of our top listen now. Well, I we mentioned it like seven times. I haven't listened to it since for literally years. So I'm terrified of what's on there. <laughs> I wanted to say the people who submitted their like mom-to-be nominations, I think by the time this goes up, like we'll already have chosen somebody. Thank you for nominating. Like I was literally crying reading all of them. They were so sweet. Um, like just hearing how people talked about like different people in their lives. I just have to say like women are so amazing. Like these people describing like, oh, this mom I know does this and this. She works, you know, from 5 a.m. till she, and she does the graveyard shift and she comes home and takes care of like three kids. I'm just like, wow, women, women are amazing. Do it all. But one of the submissions somebody said at the beginning, they're like, I like love your podcast. And even when I when Tuesday isn't coming fast enough, I even go back and listen to the old ones. She's like, nature versus nurture included. Please. <laughs> it's just the reason it's, the reason it's so funny to me is because like we have no business talking about like these <laughs> like something like that. And the, the fact, fact that, that it was science, like our second episode it's like, ever. Who do we think we are? No. We we used to put a lot of like Research. Um, research into our episodes because we they're like we know since. yeah we went in a different direction with our podcast in the beginning we kind of thought we'd be like interviewing people and hearing their stories and it kind of just changed you know yeah, we went from like wanting to be 
Um, I'm trying to think of like a very informational podcast. I don't know. Like, like we went from- super soul conversations <laughs> yeah. to literally call her daddy. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. I'm kidding. I was gonna say no. Joe Rogan, but I don't know how like you know necessarily informational that is. I guess he does both, but yeah, to literally call her daddy, like sharing stories and yeah, all that stuff. But it was fun. I liked doing research for this. Yeah, no, it was fun, and we'll still keep it light. Don't you guys worry. Yeah, don't don't worry. I won't be too <laughs> smart and boring for you guys. Well, we want to talk about our Thanksgivings a little bit because that just passed. I actually just got from a hellish home from a hellish trip <laughs> back from Arizona that literally took eight and a half hours. Love that. Love holiday um, traffic. Uh, literally, I'm not kidding when I say I just got back. Like we're recording this right after I'm home. But Arizona was really fun. We went up to our cabins in Arizona and had Thanksgiving. It was actually kind of smaller Thanksgiving. It was, there weren't a ton of people, but both of my brothers are on missions right now, church missions. So it's just my parents. But luckily- That was Leif's, a small Thanksgiving for you guys? I feel like there was like a million people at that cabin. Um, No. There, in the talks. past, it's like, you know, like my mom has five other siblings and oh, it'll oh, be oh. like four of them, but this time it was only two oh. of them. So it was still- you know, a, a large-ish group, but not as many people as gotcha. usual. But luckily, what I was saying is Leif's two little brothers were— Replaced yours. Yeah, replaced <laughs> mine because their family just moved— Leif's family just moved out of Arizona. So they didn't have anyone to spend Thanksgiving with. So I'm like, hey, you could come with us. So it was really fun to have them. Yeah. Um, And we drove, yeah, to Arizona and went to good old Pine Top and had a ball. It's really fun. We need I to go to the not, cabin again. I know. I have not been to a cabin in so long and I want to go so bad. Yeah. It was a really, really fun time. Great food. Great What was your favorite vibes. dish? The sweet potato casserole. With so marshmallow? Good. There wasn't marshmallow on it, but it had some sort of like, something like sugary topping how on it. How was your pie? So oh, they need an how update. could I forget? <laughs> I did bake two apple pies, which was too much. I should have only baked one because I didn't realize a lot of other people brought dessert. So like- oh. Anyway, you weren't the only one. I was not the only one, no. So um, we had it left over. Like we ate more the next day because I had made two of them. But I did bake the apple pie and it was a success. It was a hit. It was really delicious. My it mom said, good. she's like, you can't like mess it up. And I'm like, well, that's comforting. So yeah, yeah, it was really good. I was like, I'm going to be the one time that I mess it up. Like somehow <laughs> yeah. burn it or something. But it was really, really delicious. So nice. Yeah. That's your job from now on for every Thanksgiving. Yep. Um, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. It was very, I think it was just kind of different because I'm usually with like a ton of my extended family. This was the first Thanksgiving me and Nick ever had alone. So it was just literally me and Nick and Sophie. Also, I had to take on the responsibility of making all of the Thanksgiving food, which I did not make a turkey for those wondering. Nick is not vegan as well, just so you know. But I was not about to make a whole freaking turkey for that man because, first of all, I don't even know if he likes turkey that much. I call my mom. She's like, what'd you guys eat? And I was like, oh, I made this like really yummy potato casserole. It was like all vegan spread, like lentils, made sure I got the protein, made this really yummy salad. I was so proud of myself. I'm like, I made like multiple dishes. It actually didn't take me that long and even made dessert, all of that good stuff. And my mom's like, did you make Nick a turkey? I'm like, no, I am not. Makes you feel bad about the one thing you didn't do. I'm like, I bought him two slices of the pre-made, pre-sliced turkey at, you know, sprouts, like mm-hmm. have them in those little brown boxes. But yeah, it was good. It was, what did you make for dessert again? Um, just pumpkin cookies, like pumpkin oh, that's chocolate right. chip I saw cookies. you posted about it, but I can't remember. Yeah. I don't like pie. 
And I actually mm. got a lot of messages that were like, I don't like it either. I've just never been a pie girl. Hmm. Very I actually didn't rare. used to be. And now I think I like it more. Like I love pumpkin pie with like whipped cream. Yeah. I think it's so good. And I also love like the apple pie that I made. I'm like, this is actually very good. Like yeah. apple and caramely, like just that flavor. Apple I'm like, pie is an exception. I do. I don't mind it. Is mm-hmm. it my dessert of choice? Definitely not. Yeah, I agree. I still would rather have like cookies or a donut probably yeah. over pie, but I think it's good. It's fun for the one time a year. Yeah. But like so many pies on Thanksgiving, our family always would do like 10 different pies. And I'm just like, really? Yeah. I mean, I would always go for like the chocolate fudge pie warm, or something. Warm fruit. Mm, it has <laughs> yeah. to be like, has to be absolutely know. delicious. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of pumpkin pie. I'm not going to lie to you. Really? Yeah. I don't like the texture that much. You know what? No, that's too controversial for this. I'll say for what? Day. I was going to say pumpkin this season hasn't been hitting as much as I would hope it has. Really? Yeah. Like I haven't made pumpkin pancakes this morning. I was just like, eh, I think I would have just rather had like banana pancakes or something like that. Really? It's been hitting for me. Well, that's good it's for been you. absolutely hitting the spot. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, BetterHelp. What a great episode to have the sponsor on because we are talking about getting the help that you need if there's something preventing you from being happy and achieving your goals. So that's why BetterHelp is here. And we're so happy to be partnering with them. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. It's super convenient and you can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. Send a message to your counselor anytime. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all without ever having to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room, which coming from someone who has gone to therapy, the waiting room is my least favorite part. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed, which is super important because you really want to find someone that you connect with. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Their service is available for clients worldwide. Find the particular expertise you need online. Don't limit yourself to the counselors located near you. They have licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, anger, stress, anxiety, relationships, self-esteem, trauma, and more. Anything you share is confidential. It is convenient, professional, affordable. You guys can check out the testimonials posted daily on their site if you want to see what people are saying about it. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're actually recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. And just a reminder that it is not a crisis line. We want you to start living a happier life today. And as a listener, you will get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash what we said. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash what we said. The holidays are upon us. All the get-togethers, the gift planning, and then there's trying to juggle work too. It's awesome. My (laughs) schedule is always thrown out of whack during this time of the year. I don't know about you guys, but even when there's so much change in my routine, there's one thing I never have to think twice about, and that's what I'm eating in my day because of Daily Harvest. Daily Harvest has my back with delicious, easy-to-make food that I know is good for me. Daily Harvest delivers delicious harvest bowls, flatbreads, smoothies, and more, all built on organic fruits and vegetables, and they come right to your door, conveniently stays fresh in your freezer. We love so many items from Daily Harvest. And they have food for every season. We talk about the smoothies in the summer and their harvest bowls are to die for. They have this coconut carrot curry that I make and it is so good for, you know, chilly fall. Well, is it winter? Yeah, it's kind of winter. Afternoon and so many other amazing dishes. 
Daily Harvest takes literally minutes to prepare and never uses preservatives, added sugar, or artificial anything, and that goes for everything. I will say when I looked at the back at the ingredients, I was very pleasantly surprised to see that the ingredients were super fresh and great. It's hard to choose a Daily Harvest favorite. They have so many delicious options like their smoothies, harvest bowls, soups, and flatbreads like Chelsea said. I still am just obsessed with the mint cacao smoothie. It's mint chip. It's so freaking good, but they have a lot. I also love their like sweet potato. I forget what else is in it, but it's so good. It's like a harvest bowl as Mm -hmm. well. It's a bowl and it's so, so good. Daily Harvest is all about preserving and protecting the earth for current and future generations to come from their recyclable and compostable packaging to investing in organic farming practices and reducing food waste. You can feel good about the choices you are making physically and for the environment. So keep it simple during the holidays with Daily Harvest. Go to dailyharvest.com and enter code what we said to get up to $40 off your first box. That's code what we said for up to $40 off your first box at dailyharvest.com, dailyharvest.com. Anyways, there is another amazing thing that made our Thanksgiving, both of our Thanksgiving weekends fantastic is that the Suns are on a winning streak. And I hope it's not, I hope it's not ended by the end of this podcast. It could be because the game we're playing next is with the number one team and we're number two. So, and that's tonight on Tuesday. So stay tuned if we keep the winning streak, but regardless, it's pretty freaking amazing Yeah, that they have done. Is it 16 now? 16 in a row. Yeah, I think 16. Yeah, sweet 16. Mm -hmm. Well, they beat the Nets, who were number one of the Eastern Conference. Mm. And we were number two in the Western. So, and we actually beat them kind of like by a lot-ish. And here's here's my five seconds of the Suns corner, is that last night, we haven't talked about the game yet, really. We kind of text, well, we'll text about it, but... People were like, oh, they didn't play like their best, like the Nets, basically, you know, the classic. Like they just didn't play very well. And one of the announcers was like, well, maybe that's just because the Suns were playing good. Like, you ever thought of that? Like, they're like, oh, James Harden didn't play his best. It's like, well, maybe they just had good defense on it. Right. You know? Totally. So don't put some respect on their name, is what I'm trying to say. Also, I, of course, were so biased and I literally became a fan two seconds ago. So don't come for me. But I feel like there's something, and maybe it's just because I've like, I know this is probably the case because I'm invested in them, but we were all talking about it last night, me and Leif and his brothers. And I was saying, I'm like, there is just something special about the Suns. I don't know what yes. it is, but like, there's like, there's chemistry there that like, I don't see with other teams. And maybe it's just because I'm like, so invested in them, but like each of them individually. And I'm sure it's also because Devin Booker's dating Kendall and like all of it, I just love, mm-hmm. but there's something about them that I'm just like, I love each of the players so much for like their different reasons. And I'm literally obsessed and I'm so invested. I know. And you are not the only one who thinks that. I don't think you're biased because I used to say to Nick when he would watch games and then Mm -hmm. he he would watch the dreaded after game talk and I'd be like, what I don't like even more than watching the game is watching people talk about the game. And now that's the opposite. I love like listening to after the game talk Mm -hmm. and the announcer who was saying, you know, he's backing the Suns basically saying, Mm -hmm. or analyst, I don't know what he was. Yeah was saying that the Suns have such a good chemistry this year. They've come really? back. Yeah, he was like, they just never put a player in a place where he's not good. Like, they let people shine. And there's no one person who's, like, this big shot. I mean, Devin Booker's kind of the star of the team, so is Chris Paul a little mm-hmm. bit. But they all share. Like, they're all really good at passing the ball, getting the ball around, and they're not just dependent on one person. And so they're 
second and third strings are also so good. Like, so when Wait, someone comes so in and out. that's so interesting you saying that. Yeah. I'm like, I should be a sports analyst. Yeah. Thank you, everyone. No, but that is exactly what we were talking about because Leif was like, none of them I feel like are a ball hog. Like, mm-hmm. they all, yeah, share. And it just is so it beautiful to watch. So well. And I think you can attribute that to Chris Paul because he kind of came in and kind of coached them on that. But also, they're just all such nice players. Yes. They all just seem so nice and sweet. Tate, Leif's brother's like, I want to hang out with that guy. Like about, I think <laughs> yeah. it was Bridges or something. He's like, he seems oh, yeah. so nice. And I'm like, I'm telling you, they're all like so special. I don't know. I'm just obsessed. Yeah. He was the analysis or analyst was like, they're definitely playing like a team who gave away a finals last year. And I'm yeah. like, I do agree. Yeah. I know. Well, Raise your hand if you love when we talk about the Suns. <laughs> we can start a Suns, Suns podcast corner. if you guys want. We'll, Wouldn't that we'll, be funny, Chelsea? We'll do it with um, – we need to have a, a podcast swap with James with his um, – Lakers carpool. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Genius. But only because we're doing really good right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What if we lose tonight after we just – well, I don't think it's tonight. I think it's – It is. Last week. Because this goes up on the 7th. Oh. So we're recording – may or may not oh. be batching right now. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm stupid. Okay. I'm like, no, it's literally tonight. That'll be for, okay. Anyway, yeah. So, so we, we could be we'll, long we past We could the be streak, long past streak. the streak, but, but hey. Or we could be making history. Yes. Okay. Um, should we get into this? Yes. Topic of today. This we little should. chat. We'll, we'll talk about sad. Yeah. We wanted to, I guess, give like a disclaimer because <laughs> we're going to be talking about seasonal depression and like winter blues, but- we don't want, the last thing we want to do is be like, just use these tips to cure your depression. Like we're very mm-hmm. aware that seasonal depression is a very real thing that, you know, can be diagnosed and you would want to speak with a professional about that, you mm-hmm. know? So for we'll, sure, we'll like hit on that a little bit, but I think mostly what I guess I'm referring to what I've experienced is more of like the winter blues yeah. is just when you're feeling a little bit more like down or a little bit less energized during for this sure. time of the year. So when I looked up seasonal depression, first of all, I've never looked it up before. I always just like hear the term. I think everybody maybe overuses that term. Yeah, I think they use it loosely, especially because it has the word depression in it. But I guess the right term or the proper term for it is literally the acronym is SAD, but it's seasonal affective disorder. So this is an actual thing. And there are different, like most mental health issues, there are different levels to it, in my opinion. and obviously in the opinion of mayoclinic.org. <laughs> but I'm going to read some symptoms of like seasonal affective disorder where it's serious and it's like really actually affecting how you live your life. Again, not just the winter blues. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm just going to read this. Okay. So in most cases, seasonal affective disorder symptoms appear during late fall or early winter and go away during the sunnier days of spring and summer. Less commonly, people with the opposite pattern In either case, symptoms may start out mild and become more severe as the season progresses. So here are signs and symptoms of SAD. (laughs) May include feeling depressed most of the day, nearly every day, losing interest in activities you once enjoyed, having low energy, having problems with sleeping, experiencing changes in your appetite or weight, feeling sluggish or agitated, having difficulty concentrating, feeling hopeless, worthless, or guilty, and having frequent thoughts of death or suicide. And that's like seasonal affective disorder in general. There is such thing as like spring and summer, but it's way, uh, spring and summer. Depression. Effect, yeah, okay. like affecting you. But it's obviously way less likely because there's a lot more natural light mm-hmm. and people are busier and all that stuff. 
And more specifically with the fall and winter sad, and when I say sad, that's what I'm referring to as the seasonal affective disorder, oversleeping, appetite changes, especially craving for foods high in carbohydrates, weight gain, tiredness, or low energy. And I think that is what a lot of people do experience that kind of, again, maybe comes at different degrees, some more severe than others, but that kind of need to, oh, I'm just going to like sleep in a little bit longer. It's darker out. Um, It's the holidays. So people are eating a lot more. You kind of want more. You tend to lean more towards comfort food, Mm -hmm. like carbs, and maybe it makes you overeat. Therefore you do gain weight. Maybe you are more tired. You're not eating right. So Mm -hmm. if you are experiencing like severe symptoms, like I kind of just read, and it is affecting your daily life and your quality of life. There are many things that you can do. I would talk to your doctor, or if you already have a therapist, you can talk to them. You can have your doctor recommend you or refer you to a therapist who can like help you with maybe get on medication or whatever you need. So if that's the case, again, our little tips may not be doing it for for you. you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we just wanted to say that. Yeah, definitely. Well, I also feel like we are in a unique position because we have really only ever lived in Arizona or California. Mm -hmm. I mean, Utah a little bit, but I feel like those are two of the places that don't get as cold and, you know, dark. Drastic. Drastically. And I was going to say, so when I was just in Arizona, I guess where we live in Arizona, I should say, because I was up north in Arizona for Thanksgiving, like I just mentioned. And even there, I was feeling myself like I was so tired because I would wake up And I like didn't set my alarm one day and I woke up. I was like, oh, it has to be like 5 a.m. Because it was just like still very dark. Mm -hmm. And it's just cold in the cabin, whatever. And I woke up and it was literally 8.45. And I'm like, excuse me? I could have slept for like three more hours, I swear. Mm -hmm. And I was already even feeling that kind of just lower energy, tiredness, and also not wanting to really go outside that much because it was just kind of chilly. Like I had said the night before to my mom, I want to go on a walk tomorrow. Let's go on a walk in the morning. And then when it actually came time the next morning, I was like, I don't think I want to go. And my mom was like, come on. So we went and I got, I got bundled up and we went and it was great. And it felt awesome. It was very pretty. And like, we got back and I like took my jacket off because I was hot. You know how it goes. Yes. That's something that a lot of people were saying actually, is that like something that helps them if they live somewhere cold is bundling up and going on a walk, even mm-hmm. though it's the last thing you want to do because it actually does feel good. It's just hard to actually get up and get do going. it. going, yeah. You feel a little bit more shall I say, frozen in place? You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought this was interesting too. I I saw some of the like factors that may come into play, which is what causes winter blues or seasonal affective disorder. Your biological clock, like we said, um, reduced level of sunlight in fall and winter may cause winter onset sadness. Um, this decrease in sunlight may disrupt your body's internal clock and lead to feelings of depression. So also it's not just like all in your head, you know, where you're like, oh, it's like there are these physical changes happening mm-hmm. that's making disturbing it your schedule exactly. and your yeah. serotonin levels drop. Um, a brain chemical that affects mood may play a role in sad. Reduced sunlight can cause a drop in serotonin that may trigger depression as well. Mm-hmm. Your melatonin levels, the change in season can disrupt the balance of the body's level of melatonin, which plays a role in sleep patterns and mood. So again, all of that. There's some actual scientific reasons why you're feeling more sad and maybe more less sluggish. energized. Yeah, in the I, winter, I definitely have been feeling that. And I, again, I'm like the fact that I feel that, and I live in California or I'm in Arizona. It's like I can't even imagine for the people that live somewhere that are. It's actually snowing and extremely cold and extremely dark. Yes, um, at like very weird times of the day. Mm-hmm. Which what I didn't really realize 
until I was like researching, and this is very obvious, but just researching and having it be like solidified in my mind, I was like, oh, that makes sense. They're saying just that the days are shorter. It feels shorter, especially if you sleep in late Mm -hmm. because then you only have a few hours of sunlight and then it's dark again. If you slept until 10 a.m., it's like, okay, you have like four or five hours and then it's kind of getting already dark and then it's pitch black by the time it's like five and you your day is over yeah especially when you if you leave work at around five and it's already dark yes it's like okay that's all I got to do today was work cool yeah that's a weird feeling for sure do you want to get into some of the things that can help with lighter winter blues where if again if it's not affecting okay this is what this says as well this is the last little thing I'll read It's basically saying like, take signs and symptoms of seasonal affective disorder seriously. As with other types of depression, sad can get worse and lead to problems if it's not treated. So these problems can include social withdrawal, school or work problems, substance abuse, other mental health disorders, such as anxiety or eating disorders, or um, so far as suicidal thoughts or behavior. So if that's the complications you're experiencing, we want you guys to get get the help that you need. And yeah. Yeah. We're talking, we're going to be talking more about just the slump. Yeah. A little bit of a slump. That um, most of us probably feel. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I have some different tips here. Some that I got from you guys that live in colder places. Yeah, or let's hear from the audience. Yeah, I mean, I kind of mixed in a bunch of stuff, but setting a routine is like a huge common thing that I just kept hearing people say. A sleeping routine to where you go to bed and wake up around the same time every day is important. And a lot of people said like, as hard as it is getting up earlier to experience more daylight Mm -hmm. is just like so necessary. Yeah. So I think it's hard no matter what time of year to set a sleep schedule, but maybe even especially during the fall and winter months. But I think that can be really helpful because then I think your body kind of starts to get on your, you know, internal clock starts to be like consistent. And then it's not just random every day to where you're waking up at 10 or 11 Mm AM, you know, some days, and then going to bed super late and then whatever. it's And then it's hard for you to wake up early because you went to bed really late. Yeah. Everything can kind of just get jumbled around this time of year. So keeping a routine is important. And even when I go home for the holiday, I don't know how other people feel, but when I go home for the holidays, I'm excited, but it also throws off my routine a lot as it, mm-hmm. sure it does for a lot of other people. And sometimes that like really stresses me out. And so I like to have certain things that are constant where I'm like, okay, well- you know, maybe I won't be, maybe I will be staying up late playing games. That's fine. I'm not going to be like, well, that's my yeah. bedtime. Everyone's like having pie and playing Making games. Memories. And I'm like, I have to go to bed. It's not, that's not necessarily necessary. But a few just like things I like to do is like wake up and, you know, like write, if you write in like a gratitude journal, like keep the same constants that you have in your normal life when you're on vacation. Also, as far as like eating and stuff goes, a lot of times, especially during the holidays, the food available to me is not at all what I eat at home. Like mm-hmm. it's way less healthy and there's way more of it, way more of it and stuff. So sometimes that can totally throw me off. And when I'm like, at least when I'm at my parents and stuff, I will like go to Whole Foods and like get a few of my own snacks and like get green juices for the morning. Cause it just makes me feel like I'm living my like normal life. A little bit more of a balance. Yeah. Instead of like not having any options that I'm really like comfortable with. So that's, I guess, a different thing that's like going home for the holidays. But I feel like just getting in a routine and keeping a few things constant, yeah. no matter where you are, is like really helpful to kind of keep you sane. 
Totally. And I I had that too as one of mine is trying to get up earlier to get out into the sunlight, especially like I think walks are so great. And we mentioned this on our, we did a episode last holidays, I believe about like staying healthy for the holidays or health tips yeah. for the holidays. And that was one of our tips is like, like you said, you went with your mom. I feel like that is like a girl thing. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, get your sisters, get your aunts, get your cousins, get your mom, like go on a morning walk together. Yeah. And first of all, you're walking so you can still talk and it's like bonding time and you also get out and you get going and you're not exhausted when you come back from a walk either. And you do get a little bit of that sunlight in because most of the time with daylight savings, it means that the sun, yeah, comes up a little bit earlier and maybe goes down a little bit sooner. Mm -hmm. So trying to make the day seem as long as possible, Mm -hmm. especially because I have been doing that where I'll like wake up at nine. And then at 4.30, I'm like, the day's over. Yeah. Like I had two hours to get everything done. Yeah. It feels um, very short. But yeah, also exercising regularly. I think any possible way that you can mm-hmm. during the winter is harder because it's cold. So you don't really want to be moving <laughs> at yeah. all. But like I said, with walks, they're really easy. I, I had written down that I, I read this somewhere. I didn't make it up. But Getting even 20 minutes a day of exercise has been shown to decrease depressive moods. Yeah. So I do think it's very important to, yeah, get moving every day, whether that is a walk, a run, uh, whatever you like to do to work out or exercise. YouTube is a great resource. They have so many little videos that you can just look up, like 15-minute yoga flow or something like that. Yeah. I think that's like a super important aspect of just your mental health in general. Yeah. And it's also going to warm you up. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want me to just keep going? Yeah. I have a list of stuff. Okay. So I had down laughter is key. Laughing actually stimulates processes in your brain that counter depressive symptoms. So I had written down, line up some of your favorite rom-coms. Like, just Yes. Oh my gosh. I've been on a a Christmas rom-com binge lately. Yeah. Yes. Like, I feel like watching funny movies or your favorite holiday movies, like, and this kind of goes along, so I'll just share this one now as well. Kind of romanticizing your life and just making things feel cozy. A lot of people said like embracing the seasons. So embracing the winter and being like, okay, like I'm going to bundle up and go on a walk. It's cold, but that's how winter is. That's the fun part of winter. I'm going to make a hot chocolate or a hot chai and like snuggle up on the couch, read a book. I'm going to ha- make a nighttime routine that feels super cozy to me. I want to make soup. Like mm-hmm. doing things like that just is going to make it a little bit more fun. Or if you do live somewhere where there's snow, like doing snow activities and just kind of going with the seasons and getting into the sports that are, you know. Getting into the suns. Exactly. I totally agree. And I think I love following Beth's stories for this. I feel like she encompasses that way you just said, like embracing the season, mm-hmm. like all her Christmassy stuff. She's always like watching classic rom-coms yes. or like putting up the Christmas tree. And I think it really does help this season. I've been trying to be, well, JC was teasing me because literally in August, I was already like Christmas. <laughs> but just because I think I associate that with my due date. So I'm just like, please like come sooner. Yeah. But now I'm like, oh, this is going to be possibly if he comes before Christmas. This will be his first Christmas. So I'm like, I do kind of want to start, like not just be lazy about it this year. So we've been watching a lot of Christmas movies. I actually got some Christmas decorations, which I've really never done before. Like Christmas shopping, going full out, like having hot cocoa, you know, getting the red Starbucks cup (laughs) and making all of like the cozy recipes I've been wanting to make. And that was actually, that goes into another one of my like tips that I thought of that has helped me is 
you can still kind of indulge in these winter cold weather recipes, comfort food recipes, but make them healthier. Mm -hmm. So I think it's actually kind of fun. Like Pinterest is a world of recipes, you guys. Like I don't even, I love cookbooks for the aesthetic, but it's kind of like, why do you even need them? Literally just type in healthy soup recipes and you will find so many. You can be as specific as if you want a certain vegetable in there. If you have something in your fridge that's like, my carrots are about to go bad. Carrot healthy soup. Yeah, you'll find something. You'll find something. Definitely. I had something like that on mine too. I had like putting on a holiday music playlist, light a candle, Mm -hmm. clean up your house, make a soup, like just to romanticize and get in to the spirit of the season. I think that makes it feel less like, oh, it's so dark and cold. It's like, if you kind of, we're all going to feel like that at some point, but if you kind of make it more of like, this is so cozy and you make your little house or your room or your whatever, wherever you live, like a little safe space, that's super cozy. It's going to feel more fun. Totally. You know what that just reminded me of? I had a client who was from, and I can't remember which country that starts with an S it is, <laughs> but it's a country that goes through daylight savings uh, or not daylight savings, but it's one of the countries that is like dark basically. Is it like a European country? Yes. Sorry. Sweden? It's either Sweden or Switzerland. Okay. I don't Please, know. Please, people are probably screaming at their How radio would they know? Their this phone. is like a common f- known fact because I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, whatever country has like during the winter, like no sunlight. Okay. Kind of like Alaska. I was going to say, that's how Iceland is too. And she lived there and she was telling me that, wait, did I say I had a client who lived there? Yeah. Yeah. She was telling me that, well, first of all- Wait, I just realized that Iceland is like always light. Isn't that how Alaska is? But I think it's kind of the opposite. Like it'll be really light in the summer and then like really dark in the winter. I don't remember. I'm not going to act like I know anything. This place specifically, I know it started with an S. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Is dark all winter long, pretty much. I want to say they have like one or two hours of sunlight. Oh my gosh. But she was saying, it's really amazing to see, she's not originally from there, that these people, I I think it's Sweden. Okay. (laughs) It's really bothering me. She she was saying, you know, as Americans, we might feel like, what a terrible time. Mm -hmm. But these people actually treat it as like a sacred time. And it's like Mm. you were saying, like they go full into the season. It's like a magical thing. They think of it like that. And so they're actually not as because their mindset about it is actually like super inspiring. So if you're interested in that, you should look it up. I This was just a random memory that I have. So don't take my word for it. Maybe someone wrote a book about it, but I think that's really cool that, that basically their mindset is exactly what you just said. Like, I, embracing it. Right. I just looked it up. It said, in the depths of winter, the Stockholm area has only around five and a half daylight hours. While in the north of Lapland, the sun peaks above the horizon to give just four hours of twilight and almost 20 hours of complete darkness. And that's twilight. I don't even think that's like full sun. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. It says November is usually the darkest month in uh, Sweden. That's crazy. Yeah. That's that's very interesting. It is all about your mindset mm-hmm. and like how you choose to embrace or not embrace the season changes. Yeah. It's like they're excited for that time of year. Mm-hmm. Another thing with the food, going back to that, it with trying to eat healthy is trying to add as much color to your diet as possible. I know that might sound like basic advice, but getting your greens in, your vegetables, maybe like some juices, you can look up seasonal produce, like produce that's in season and try and eat more of that because that's going to make you feel better instead of just like loading up on carbs, Yeah, which is usually the easiest route. Or eating the same thing every single day. Like I feel like that's what I've been trying to not do lately is just eat the same thing every single day. 
Have I succeeded? No, I still eat avocado <laughs> toast every day. But I've been thinking about like just getting even um, I was going to get baby potatoes the other day and I was like, oh, I should get the ones that are like different like colors, like they have purple and whatever, because I'm just used to getting the tan ones every time, whatever. It's like just kind of switching it up or trying a new vegetable or because mm-hmm. I feel like every time I go grocery shopping, I'm like broccoli, asparagus, avocado and salmon. Yeah. Like I swear I do not switch it up yeah. at all. So it's fun to look up recipes. That's a great way to do it. Instead of just buying some random produce and being like, oh, let's see what I can do with it. Unless you're just very creative in the kitchen and that's something yeah. you enjoy. I think it's good to go in with like two different recipes in mind, go mm-hmm. grocery shopping and be like, okay, I'm going to make these two different recipes this week that I've been thinking about that have some fun ingredients. And that way you can kind of, I don't know, switch it up a little. Yeah. If you're looking for ways to skip the trip to the post office and dodge all that hectic holiday shopping traffic, why not save time and money with Stamps.com? Stamps.com lets you compare rates, print labels, and access exclusive discounts on UPS and USPS services all year long. It just makes sense, especially if your business sends more mail and packages during the holidays for whatever you do. Also, if you have like a little side hustle or a side business where you're shipping stuff out a lot, you need to check out Stamps.com. It can save you so much time, money, and stress, especially during the holidays. You can access all the post office and UPS shipping services that you need without taking the trip and get discounts that you can't find anywhere else, like up to 40% off USPS rates and 76% off UPS. One of my least favorite places to have to run to is the post office. Yes. So as much as I can avoid that, I'm all for it. Going to the post office instead of using stamps.com is kind of like taking the stairs instead of the elevator. Like, why would you even do that? Really? Just going up a couple of floors, sure, take the stairs, walking up 30 flights a day, you could use a break. If you spend more than a few minutes a week dealing with mail and shipping, stamps.com is an absolute lifesaver. You'll save so much time and money, you'll wonder why you didn't start sooner. And this is for all you girlies who like to sell your clothes on Instagram or maybe use like Depop Mm -hmm. or something like that. Every time I do that, again, the worst thing is going to the post office, holding up the line, trying to get everything done. So if you're selling clothes on your Instagram or like I said, on any other platform, stamps.com is for you. So save time and money this holiday season with stamps.com. Sign up with promo code what we said for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter the code what we said. Go check it out. I think we can all agree that gift giving can just sometimes feel like a gamble. You don't know if people will like what you got them. You're like, actually, should I just get this for myself? But luckily, extra comfort is something that everyone can agree on. So we love Brooklyn in here at the What We Said podcast. We have so many Brooklyn and products. The extra plush bath sheets are literally life-changing. You guys need to get them if you're looking for some like plush, comfy towels that make you feel like you're at a hotel. The reason they're called bath sheets is because they're even bigger than a normal towel. They're amazing, but all of their stuff is amazing. We have their comforter, their sheets, their pillows, like so much of my stuff is from Brooklinen. So whether you're shopping scents for a candle lover or grabbing a gift card, aka the gift that keeps on giving, this kind of comfort is always a hit for the holiday. Brooklinen makes award-winning comfort year-round that makes the perfect gift this holiday season. Brooklinen's goal is to create beautiful, high-quality home essentials that don't break the bank. It's the perfect place to find the best gift. Brooklinen started with bedding, but now offers all the essentials to make every corner of your home next-level comfy. Five-star sheets were just the start, and their collection of must-haves 
now includes everything from dreamy decor to cozy loungewear to their new line of slippers. I have some shorts from there that I wear to bed almost every single night. They're so comfortable and I have a matching t-shirt that goes with it. Brooklinen's comfort game is unmatched and their lineup keeps getting better. And if you're looking for more ways to stay cozy, check out Brooklinen's candles, eye masks, and accessories. You can take the guesswork out of gifting with comfy crowd pleasers from Brooklinen. I feel like there really is something for everyone. Whether you need something for yourself, you want to stock up on some stuff or give gift, you should definitely check it out. So give the gift of comfort this holiday season and save while you do it. Go to brooklinen.com and use the promo code what we said for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter the promo code what we said for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com. Use promo code what we said. Okay, I had make a plan of something to look forward to. So whether that's a little staycation nearby, a date night, a girl's night, I just think it's always good to have something to look forward to. And something that I was reading online is to prioritize social activities because I do think that's a big thing during Mm -hmm. this time of year is also just kind of wanting to withdraw from social settings and just being like, I just would rather be home and whatever, which is fine for sometimes, but I think it's good to be social and have a community and have things to look forward to. That can be the simplest thing. You can have a few of your friends over for a little party, little mini girls night. Like I said, plan a date night. I feel like we've been doing that a lot recently. Like Leif and I have been planning things to look forward to and it's just exciting. It just gives you a little pep in your step. 100%. I had that too. And I actually saw that on the mayoclinic.org as well. Something that it suggested was like resist the urge to withdraw socially, especially during this time. Because all the get-togethers can be a little bit overwhelming, but I feel like it helps you romanticize the season. If you're like, you know, at Christmas parties or you're socializing with other people or like you said, having like girls' nights or doing something. As we're talking about this, I feel like it could potentially be even worse this year because of the fact that for literally two years, Mm -hmm. we've been in a pandemic not really able to socialize as much. So I feel like if you're already a little withdrawn socially, it's like now it's even maybe... I mean, some people are different. Maybe they're very excited about it since they've been pent up alone. But some people, I feel like it probably makes their anxiety worse or they're just like, oh my gosh, like I don't want to be around, you know, a group of people because it's just overwhelming. Yeah, 100%. Haven't dealt with that in a long time. Going along with that a little bit, something else that I had written down was setting realistic goals during this time of year. So don't overwhelm yourself, like break large tasks down into smaller tasks and just do what you can as you can. So- I know my personality and I feel like you're the same way. Sometimes if I'm feeling a little bit sluggish or in a slump, I have the urge to like go balls to the wall and just like. Oh, Chelsea, you have no idea. <laughs> Wait, I have to tell you this in a second. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell well, you now. That was basically all I was okay, going to say. Is like the, yeah, the urge to just like be better overnight. Like be like, you know what? I'm sad. Like I need to snap my fingers and be a hundred percent like do everything. No, I was thinking like this is probably a deep rooted like issue that I have because I was genuinely at Thanksgiving or I was, it was about to be Thanksgiving. And I was just thinking about all like my like fitness and like, (laughs) and and my, um, my fitness and like healthy eating goals. I was like, I just want to be this as I'm at Thanksgiving dinner. (laughs) I'm like, girl, this ain't the time. Yeah. Like let's wait. Yeah. And literally the day after Thanksgiving, I felt the same way, which I'm like, that's probably a little bit toxic, honestly, because that maybe is potentially me being like, oh, I just ate a lot of food. And like, now I, what we, that's what we don't want is Mm -hmm. to, eat food at holidays and then be like, I need to work out. It's like, uh, and I kind of felt myself not doing that necessarily, but being like, okay, I need to get back into my fitness grind. Like, here's my goals. And I'm like, girl, 
it was Thanksgiving yesterday. <laughs> yeah. Like, let's give it a second. Yeah. So I feel like that's common. Like, totally. To just kind of be like wanting to overcompensate. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, but understanding that it's not going to happen overnight and that it can just, it's okay if it just gets a little tiny bit better every day. Yeah. And it's obviously great to have goals. Like, here's the thing I am such like, I don't like the idea that we can't have like fitness goals anymore. Like yeah. sometimes I'm like, okay, why is it so bad that like I want to be healthier? You know, because people will be like, no, just like, I don't know, like do whatever you want. And I'm kind of like, well, if you want to be healthier, like you do have to set goals and like you have to act on that. Mm -hmm. So I believe that. But then I also, it's like, if it's making you miserable, nothing is worth that. Yeah. So at the same time, it's like giving yourself grace and being like, okay, I want to be healthier and I can make healthier steps. Like I said, it's all about small things, like even just going to a grocery store and getting a few of your own healthy snacks when you're with your family. So that it's like, well, I still like, my body's not even used to eating like yeah. Just junk 24-7. So if I do that, I'll actually feel sick all day. So it's like not even worth it to me anyway. But do you know what I'm trying to say? I think so. Yeah. It's like that. Well, it's like the difference between intention and expectation a little bit. Like still having goals, still having a direction, but not having expectations that cause stress. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying like I caught myself being way too over the top being like, I need to get back on my fitness grind mm -hmm. literally the day after Thanksgiving, which I, in my mind, I'm like, I think that's a little bit unhealthy of a mindset because it's like, that's basically me being like, oh, I just ate a lot of food. So I need to now like, yeah, yeah which yeah. to me, I'm like, that's not healthy. Like I shouldn't be thinking like that. And I don't want to be thinking like that. But I'm just saying also, it's not bad to have goals that make you healthier, happier person. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I think, get what you're saying. I think sometimes like in our society, that's almost, people almost see that as worse. Like if you're like, I want to like get back into my fitness routine and work out like three to five times a week. Like I literally feel like people will be like, that's a little much. And it's like, why? It's literally healthy. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Do you not agree? No, I, I agree. I, I, I more of am trying to understand the difference that you're saying, but I agree. I think I agree with you. Was I like right with what I was? Yeah. I'm just really talking. I'm not really looking for yeah. like saying like, am I right or no? Yeah. I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm like eh. does, what I, does what I'm saying make sense? Yes. And I think um, especially what you were saying about on Thanksgiving feeling like, okay, now I need to start kind of the whole, I'm going to start tomorrow kind mm -hmm. of aspect. The problem with that is that it causes you stress in the moment of like, okay, I'm going to start tomorrow. And it's kind of like what you resist persists. So then maybe that night as you're trying to enjoy Thanksgiving, you're already thinking about trying to be better. Healthier. And then maybe if you have a certain personality, I think everyone's personality is different as mm -hmm. well. But if you have a personality that you're like, okay, tomorrow I'm going to like do a big workout. I'm going to eat super healthy. And then tonight, I guess it's my last night. So I'll have like an extra piece of pie that I wasn't even going to eat. But now that I'm like stressed about it, I almost feel right. like the need to kind of like last supper yeah. syndrome a little bit. But I get what you're saying. I think people... I'm trying to say this in like a nice way. I think people think that when you have certain goals to attain something, for example, like a healthier physique, whatever, that you're saying the opposite is bad. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. And so they're like, oh, you don't need that because, you know, neither is bad. Like neither, you know, how you are right now is not bad. So why do you need to change kind of thing? I get that. Um, but I also feel like, and I know you're not saying that necessarily, yeah. but I also feel like 
I don't know. No, I'm not even going to go there. I just feel like to me, it's like tiptoeing around. It's not that it's like, oh, you're a bad person. Uh, Of course not. Yeah. But it's like, it's almost if you say the word healthy, it's like a trigger word for people. Like yeah. You can't even be like, I'm going to eat healthy. It's like, well, it's not bad to eat whatever. I'm like, yeah. mm, kind of like, is it, yeah. is it good to be eating like literally preservatives and like processed food 24 seven? Like, no, no. And why do we have to pretend like that's like, no, we definitely fine. don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, 100%. And it is fine. If that's what you want to do, it's like, yeah. it means nothing to me. Yeah. But like, then when you say like, I'm going to eat healthy, people are like, yeah. Upset by that. Well, they, I think people just associate dieting with wanting to be skinny. And mm-hmm. like, let's just be honest, like that's just how we've grown up. And that's how people perceive dieting is like people wanting to be skinnier, but there's so many different other aspects that go along with that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying when people are like, oh, you don't need to do that because skinny is not the only good thing. And like, I 100% agree with that. Right. But there is a difference between you can still be skinny and be eating unhealthy and still be sick. There, it oh, has nothing sure. to do with the look of it. So I think that's what you're trying to say is like, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what you're trying to say? Like you can try and be healthy and it's not all about, that's why people get a little bit triggered because they're like, oh, you're trying to place a, you know, society standards. Like you're conforming to society standards of wanting to look a certain way. But when in reality, it's not even about that. It's about, it's about health. Mindset, how you feel about yourself, your confidence. Right you know, your actual physical health, if you're sick or not, or trying to like just eat healthier, cleaner foods. Right. And there's a lot more that goes into health than just what you're eating. What you're eating as well. Sure. Definitely. I feel like health is so, has so many layers to it. It's so much more. And probably number one is your mindset. Yeah. Anyway, like it's, that's probably key. Number one is having a healthy mindset where, like I said, I'm trying to be more self-aware when I, Mm -hmm. to me, I don't think I think, like you said, everyone's personalities are different. And to me, certain things maybe aren't as deep. Like when I'm just like, oh, I want to eat healthier. To me, I'm just like, that's not deep at all. And then when people are like triggered by it, I'm so confused because I'm like, what do you mean? But it's just that we just all have different experiences and mindsets. And I'm not saying mine's better or worse or anything. It's just, that's just how life is. Yeah. Do what works better for you. Set realistic goals for yourself. However, you know that to be the best way for you and your personality, what's worked for you in the past. That's a great way. How have I achieved my health or whatever goals in the past? Yeah. How have I not? Like what has, what have I done? That's just like backfired every single time. I'm not going to try that again. Obviously it's not working. So I'm going to need to like adjust. Right. And, and also I need to say as well, I'm all about like, I literally will eat Taco Bell, Chick-fil-A. Like I am not saying that I'm like this health, absolute, the epitome of health, like by what I was saying, but I just feel like I'm able to be honest with myself. Even when I'm eating Taco Bell, it's like, I know I'm not doing something good oh, for myself. But I, I'm willing to do it still. I mean, science agrees with you. Yeah. It's like, it's it's not wrong at all to say that. Okay. And that's why we're saying when you eat, you know, greens or vegetables or, you know, more colorful foods, adding healthier foods into your diet, it's just the way it is. It's going to make you happier and it's going to make you healthier and it's going to have you... Make you feel better internally. Yeah. For sure. Exactly. Okay, well, I have something else. It is... And this is something you might want to like chat with your doctor about. I'm not saying this is what everyone needs, but a lot of people also did say this, vitamin D supplements. Mm. I mean, getting actual vitamin D, going out in the sun is awesome, but a lot of people don't even literally have the option because where they live is like not that sunny. But I actually, when I got blood work done for my fertility stuff like six months ago or however long it was at this point, 
I was low on vitamin D and my doctor said that's very, very common. Like Mm -hmm. she said, actually, majority of people are low on vitamin D. So I started taking vitamin D supplements and you can get them anywhere. I mean, again, I'm not going to say everyone needs them. Go get them. But maybe talk to your doctor or if you get a blood panel done and like you could definitely be low on vitamin D, especially during the winter. If you're not getting any sun, you probably are lacking it. So that can be helpful to get that into your system. And then I also had a light therapy box, which I looked up because I was like, oh, are these super expensive? The one I was looking at was like $25. So I think you can get them pretty affordable. But this is especially good if you do live somewhere with like very cold and dark winters. It's basically just a box of light that is supposed to be like a lot, like significantly brighter than a normal normal light bulb. And it has like different wavelengths. So basically you just sit in front of it for 20 to 30 minutes a day and it's supposed to really like decrease depressive feelings. So I think that's a really great option. Yeah, that is good. You are finding that you're not getting like enough light um, because yeah, a lot of people are saying like right when they wake up, they pull open the curtains and just get the light in, which I think is very good. Uh, My last thing is just forcing yourself to get out of the house. And I guess this kind of goes along with the romanticizing your life thing. But just even like driving yourself to a coffee shop near you or to Starbucks or to wherever to just get out of the house. Like sometimes, especially, and I, I know a lot of people do work from home, like especially now after the pandemic, I feel like a lot of people work remotely. And for me, I also do work from home. And sometimes I literally, it'll be 5 p.m. I have not left my home one time. Mm -hmm. And I have just like made it a point. I'm like, I have to go on a walk at least once a day. Like a morning walk is ideal. But sometimes I just like wake up and start working immediately. And after I'm done at like six, I'm like, okay, we got to go on a bike ride, a walk. Like I can't just go all day, not outside at all. So I've been feeling that a lot lately where I just need to get out. And whether that is just like a quick little trip to a coffee shop or whatever it is, it's just something to get out. Kind of breaks up your day as well. Mm -hmm. especially if it's like when you're home all day and then it becomes night and you're like, oh my gosh, I have not left my house. Today went by so fast and it makes you for some reason just feel unproductive. For sure. Makes you feel like you're living in the twilight zone or something. I do not like it. This is my last one that I wrote down and it's the opposite of everything we've said. Cool. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It's leaning into your sadness sometimes, especially I'm talking about lighter winter blues when you're just kind of having a day where you're just like, I'm just kind of sad. Like I just am not feeling 100% motivated or I'm feeling, yeah, just sad, whatever. I think it's 100% okay to give yourself a moment to just like be in that feeling and accept it and let it pass on its own without having to force it out, trying not to resist it. And sometimes you can just listen to like, I love a good sad song when I'm feeling sad. (laughs) And like just lay in your bed for a little bit and just feel that emotion, whatever it is, that can help you process actually sometimes a lot quicker than trying to force the feeling out. Because um, my sister was saying something on her TikTok that she learned in yoga school, basically. Like when you do that, when you let your emotion be felt basically, and you just sit in it for a second. Yeah. And you acknowledge it and accept it it almost feels validated. And so it it's kind of served its purpose. And so it can leave versus if you keep trying to push it away, it's going to actually last you longer. So sometimes, you know, again, this is lighter sadness, not, you know, dwelling in sadness for days and days and days on end. But I really feel like sometimes when I feel, especially like in these last weeks of pregnancy, when I've felt like an overwhelming 
feeling of like emotion or hormones or something. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just kind of like feeling sad right now. And I just kind of let myself feel sad. Like I'll, you know, listen to sad music or do something, just like cuddle up or drink hot cocoa or something. It passes and then I'm ready to go again. Yeah. And I feel like it's actually gone instead of just- um, Pushing it down. Yeah, I'm like distracting myself from mm-hmm. it a little bit. Not to say that distracting yourself after a while is a bad thing at all. I don't think it is. But because distractions sometimes can help you like ride out the wave if it keeps coming back and forth. But anyways, that was my last little thought. I like that. That's a good way to end it, I think. Yeah. Um. I'm getting nervous about what I said about the healthy eating. I am feeling, I am overthinking everything I said. And I'm sorry if I offended anyone. No, I don't think you said anything offensive. Okay. I think you were spot on. Thanks. Um, I, I think it, there's literally nothing wrong with having health and <laughs> wellness and fitness goals. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, well, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope this episode made you feel a little bit better. I know it did for me until I started overthinking what I said. Um, no, <laughs> you know, I, like I stand these, by what I said. These episodes where we just talk and don't read stories or anything like that, me and Daisy always are like, these are the ones we don't listen back to because- We're terrified of what we said. It's just, it's actually what we said. Yeah. It, there's no structure to it. So it's yeah. genuinely a conversation, which is fun. Yeah. But then you well, Let's just know. say I don't listen back to these episodes. Yeah. No. Yeah, exactly. They're no, just out there and we're done with them. And we're done with them and we said what we said. Yeah. I hope this made you guys feel a little bit happier. They're like, we don't know what to do. They're like, no, we're stressed. Cool. <laughs> They're like, do ending. I have health goals? Do I not? Do I lay in bed? Do I go on a walk? We're like, just lean in. We're like, actually get up and start working out, girl. It's only 20 minutes. We're like, it's all about your mindset, but make sure you eat vegetables. <laughs> You know what? That's life. That's life. It's it's, fun. It's a give and take. And you're always going to have like issues in life is what I've realized. It's like, you're never just going to have this moment where you're like, I've reached it. Like absolute perfection. It's like, there's always going to be something that you're struggling with a little bit that you wish was different or that you want to work on. And that's how life is. So that's fine. That's not abnormal. That's the human experience. Mm -hmm. And as soon as you start to really lean into the human experience and realize what you're going through is just part of the human experience, sadness, happiness, all of that, it can start to be like beautiful and you can start to enjoy life a little bit more. For sure. Also, so, something to keep in mind, we live on a floating rock. Think about that. That always helps me <laughs> a little bit. Have you seen that freaking TikTok of where it goes back and back and back and shows how small you are? Well, that, but also the one of the solar system, how it actually looks. Yes. Where it's like shooting through space. Oh, maybe I haven't seen that one. Where it's like, we think of the sun as like stationary, mm-hmm. or at least I do. It's like, this is what you think it looks like. And it's like the sun and then the planets are just moving around mm-hmm. it. When in reality, the sun is like flying through space and we're flying around it. I'm sure. I'm just like, and people are like, and I have to do my homework tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like, like and nothing And I'm worried matters. about this freaking stupid guy who won't yeah. text me back. Well, not me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm currently... <laughs> texting yeah. someone else. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's like makes your problems I'm just feel. I'm stressed about the affair that I'm having. <laughs> it makes your problems just feel so. This is so a real small. test if our husbands listen to the podcast. They don't. We just admit we're having an affair and they just never say anything. <laughs> we're like, we were honest. <laughs> we told you guys. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening. We love you so much. Happy Tuesday. And that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye.